Kia ora and welcome to another episode of Skeezy Dees. Um, I'd like to start off this episode by uh, just talking about the amazing sponsor for uh, this particular episode of Skeezy Dees. Um, the sponsor reached out, uh, they really love the work that I've been doing on Skeezy Dees, unlike some people in the Patreon. Um, and they've made a, a very generous donation just to just to keep the show going um, and just to make sure that it's got the sustainability to deliver the high quality um, that this show has been um, yeah, it's becoming known for um, so I'd just like to give, give a big old skeezy well, well, uh, shout out to um, Skeezy Wheeze um, or as, as the sponsor has made it as, as the sponsor has indicated they'd like to be known, um, William. So huge shout out to, to William for this amazing donation. Now, I honestly, I, I probably would have done a promotional shout out for William, regardless of the donation, uh, the extremely generous donation. Um, so yeah, just um, any measurable metric, um, William is the best at it. Um, I'm pretty sure William has been banned from submitting uh, Guinness World Records uh, because of this particular aspect of their character. Uh, just, just general, all-around great person. If you ever meet a William, they're probably great. Um, moving on to uh, today's topic, um, I'd really like to talk about some of my favorite conspiracy theories. Now, there is enough conspiracy theory content um, where I could probably talk about this kind of shit uh, for every skeezy these for the rest of my life. Um, conspiracy theories are just so much fun. Generally, broadly, um, you can categorize conspiracy theories um, on, a, on a pretty wide spectrum and so, so on one end there's like the confirmed theories so there's things that actually happened and we have after, after years we've got like full evidence for um, so the, the classic examples are things like the existence of MKUltra um, the Tuskegee syphilis experiments um, like the, the home office in Britain um collaborating with the New Zealand company and Governor Gray to violently colonize New Zealand. Um, all of these were things that at some point were conspiratorial, were hidden from the truth, um, but have through years of research been confirmed in, in one way or the other. So that's, that's like one end, it's sort of like completely non-crank um, conspiracies, mundane conspiracies. Kind of yeah, I'll, I'll get into I'll get into some of that stuff soon. Um, and then on the other end of the spectrum, you've got the like clearly false conspiracies. I mean, there's some that are like obviously jokes, such as the birds aren't real um, conspiracy. But then you've got you've got stuff like flat Earth. Um, the moon is hollow. So. 
Okay, so like the moon is hollow, that's like a good one, right? Because we've got a little bit of a spectrum here, right? So the, the, the moon landings have pretty much been confirmed. Um, other probes have visited the site and sent back information that more or less confirms that there were moon landings. Um, so that's not a conspiracy, that's not a serious conspiracy. Um, on the other end of the spectrum, you've got the moon is hollow, which is just, according to all the information we have available to us, it's unrealistic. I won't completely rule it out. I won't completely rule it out. But it's about as realistic as flat Earth. Um, however, in the middle, there is this very interesting um, area where like the moon is not a normal satellite it's not a normal um, moon basically um, if you compare it with the orbital objects of other planets in our system the the only one that's kind of similar is like Pluto and Charon um, Charon? I don't know Chiron? Um, fucking Greek words, man. Um, that's the only sort of somewhat thing, and even then, that's kind of like a binary system. Um, like, fuck, I don't, I don't fucking know what, like, Pluto's not even a planet, so fuck it. Um, but, like, there's, these huge size discrepancies, um, between, you know, Jupiter and its moons, um, Mars and its two little baby moons. So, when you look at Earth's moon, it's this big old extremely light agglomeration of fucking space dust and shit. Um, and so there is sort of like a question as to how that formed. Now, you know, most likely explanation, there was a, an extrasolar object impacted the Earth at high speed and the lighter rocks got flung from Earth's surface and eventually formed into the moon. Like, that's just, that's just the most likely outcome. Um, but, what if it was put there by aliens? Um, that's just something you got to consider. What if, what if original human life was seeded by extra solar travel, faster than light travel, and the moon is just the, like, the bits and bobs that have built up on that ship over thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of years. And one day, we're going to crack it open, and there's going to be a giant fucking mecha suit in there, and we're going to use that to reach the stars. Um, you know, you can't count it out. We don't have the information. Has anyone been inside the center of the moon? No. So, who knows? Um, so that's, that's that kind of thing. Um, the conspiracy theory I want to talk today is my favourite one. I might be the only person who actually believes it. Um, so this is like a, a special, a special conspiracy theory. Um, it's the 1970s. Okay, Vietnam War's going on. People are getting spicy, and New Zealand has elected Norman Kirk, big Norm, to run the country. Now, Norman Kirk had a vision for New Zealand. Um, 
and this vision is almost impossible to think about today but it was essentially his vision was an expansion of the state um, to combat uh, kind of like the growing problems that faced New Zealand um, most like, I mean, the, the big one that everyone always goes back to is his super plan, which the scrapping of Norm's NZ superannuation was a crime. Um, essentially, it was just like a big sovereign fund, um, which would have funded pensions and so forth, and we wouldn't have the problems we're having now with raising the retirement age um, if people hadn't voted to give it to themselves in the 1980s, um, yeah, fuck anyone who was old enough to vote in the 19, late, late 70s and 1980s, basically, um, they literally raided the future, uh, for a few quick points, like, the, the literal equivalent, the literal equivalent is if, um, everyone alive today just voted to, like, distribute the, the like government payment parts of everyone's Kiwi savers to everyone who's like over the age of 18 now um, including like the money that's been put aside for younger people to have their Kiwi savings um, except worse except much much worse because it wasn't like an individual program it was a universal program um, so that was huge uh, Big Norm also had some education reforms he was putting through. Um, there was just like, it was a pretty wide platform of like, here, let's do some shit that will maybe not, well, it actually was pretty popular, but largely it was popular because Norm was popular. Um, but his platform was basically like, okay, let's do shit that will create a sustainable economy, create a sustainable way of life for um, people in New Zealand. Like, essentially, like, all the problems we're facing now, there's probably a, a, a Norman Kirk government policy that explicitly would have made that not a problem. Um, more or less. I'm, I'm, I'm slightly exaggerating, but not exaggerating as much as you would think. However, the biggest norm core opinion is he was not into this Cold War thing. He was not into um, the expansion of NATO and investment and the, the, the ongoing investment in US um, military things. Um, he was not a fan of the escalations that were going on around the world um, and he was quite vocal on this. Now, 1973, he catches some terminal disease that's not important what the disease was um, and dies rather quickly. Um, his success is much less popular and the, in the next general election um, there is an overwhelming defeat at the hands of National bringing in the Muldoon government um, which set the conditions for the Longy government to permanently fuck New Zealand. Um, uh, Longy was kind of fun. I guess it was like, it was euthanasia that really put us on the ground. Um, but Muldoon definitely made the conditions 
set the conditions for the dismantling of the New Zealand state, which was quite powerful. Um, it's kind of weird to think about now, but um, we actually used to have a, an extremely powerful government um, that did a lot of really cool things. Um, yeah, so Norman Kirk dies. Now, so here's, here's basically the, the crux of my theory, right? Is Norman Kirk dying was so convenient for the CIA, for wealthy business interests around the world. It was so convenient for the CIA, even if he died of natural causes, if he'd lived, he would have been killed. Right? So, the CIA killed him. Because in every, in every timeline, Norman Kirk dies because of the power of his government and the popularity that, that he has invested in the project. Right? There's, there's no timeline where he lives. And in some of those timelines, he is killed by the CIA. So, even if in our timeline, he died of natural causes, it doesn't actually matter, he, he, the CIA killed him. This, like, the sheer will of the CIA killed him, like, their, 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 their negative energies. I, I hope this is making sense, because it makes perfect sense to me. Um, this is like historical determinism, which is bad if you do it in any other instance, but in this particular instance, it's true. Norman Kirk was killed by the CIA, the Central Intelligence Agency of the United States of America. They could not let a pseudo-socialist nation, a pseudo-socialist English-speaking nation, create an example of sustainable social democracy. They could not let a government that was opposed to global United States interests survive. Now, yeah, so that's, that's my, um, that's, that's my, my personally held, that's my big, um, my big belief there. If you want an example of a proved conspiracy where the CIA in, involved itself in Australasian politics, then you've got the time that they got the Governor General of Australia to dissolve the Australian government because they were doing things the Americans didn't like. Um, you can look that up, that has been verified, that has been independently verified. Um, everyone just seems to like not really care about it. Um, but, yeah, like, it's, it's kind of fucked. Um, so that was, that was a good one. That's a doozy. Um, another conspiracy theory I quite like, that's New Zealand-based. Um, well, obviously there's the one, which I think has been scrubbed from the internet, so I'm so fucking depressed about that. But there was, there was a theory that some guy who ran a fungus page on 
New Zealand Facebook where he was posting like these timbers he found in a swamp claiming that they were proof that Noah's Ark had actually landed in New Zealand um, which is insane to, to claim that like all creatures of the earth disembarked on New Zealand then somehow got to like all corners of the globe um, kind of a bit wild there um, that's quite a fun one um, and that they were convinced that the government was trying to cover them up and suppress the truth um, I don't know why it would be important but oh well um, the other big one and this is one I quite enjoy um, this is this is kind of relating to the biblical flood and I don't, I don't know this isn't really conspiracy theory this is more like an anthropological theory I guess um, but the theory is that the melting that happened during the last ice age, which was only, what, 10,000 years ago, is the inspiration for all the myths of the Great Flood. Um, which, there are myths of flood in cultures around the world. Um, and so we're kind of, I don't know, it kind of like makes sense to me that uh, people were like, oh shit, we used to be able to live in valley, now we live at edge of valley, um, kind of vibe. So that's kind of a fun one. Um, there's all the ones, I like all, I, like, I, I've got like a pet spot in my heart for all the ones about aliens and shit. Um, which are like, aliens came down and they fucked chimpanzees and that's where humans came from. That's, that's, that's like a really fun one. Um, I, I attempted once to get really into alien theories, um, not like as a true believer, but just kind of like to figure out what the fuck was going on, um, it, it gets incomprehensible really quick, um, cause they're like, they're trying to be scientists or something I guess, but like not following scientific method or reason, um, so you end up with this situation where essentially they're starting off with this premise of like 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 you know the entry level shit is like oh you know um the aliens and a flying saucer fl flew down and they they stole and dissected a cow kind of thing it's like oh, okay cool or, or whatever um but then they start getting into ones where it's like aliens exist in alternate dimensions and they're dimensional travelers, and then there's, and then, like, and then they're getting into ones where it's like, oh, aliens are, like, a concept we literally can't comprehend, so blah, 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 and it's just, like, like, I get it, I get it, it's like, you've, you've gone for the physical shit, and that's not happening, so you need to go deeper to, like, get a hit, or whatever, but, like, guys, guys, if you, like, invent something that is so, like, impossible to comprehend or believe, that it, 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 like, it literally cannot be, then you're just kind of cheating, you're just kind of like, I don't know, that's like, that's not real conspiracy theory shit, that's just like, fan fiction, like, cause, cause it's like, okay, well even if this is real, there's no way to prove it, then they're like, yeah, and it's like, oh cool, great, like, fuck, okay, well, I believe in fairies, but they live in the fey realm, so you can't see them, bitch, um, 
it's yeah, it's just like I don't know. Have a little bit of meat to your historic your, your theories. I much prefer theories about like fascists controlling the government. They're way more fun. They're like based on true facts. Um, you can like you can do your research on them. You end up like looking into there's like the guy who founded Transparency International just has like all these insane connections. Um, that's a really fun rabbit hole to follow if you've got a spare uh, couple of months. Um, but just like you just you you'll just start like the, the the best feeling, the best feeling of the world is where because you are conspiracy brained you like you look at something right you look at uh, an event or something that's happened or like a weird government decision and it triggers like the part of your brain that has been trained on conspiracy theory shit and you're like whoa there's something going on here there's something going on here and then you like you investigate the people involved and it's like yeah fucking Fuckity McFuckface, um, the guy who was responsible for something exactly like this, is also involved in this. And you're like, yes, I got him! Um, and then no one listens to you and fucking, I don't know, the Iraq war happens, or whatever. Um, look up Seymour Her. she's basically like an IRL conspiracy theorist, um, confirmer. Um, yeah, great guy. Cool. Um, we'll catch you later, I guess.